Welcome to Jurassic World. Welcome to Jurassic World Minute Weavers. Jurassic World, one minute of time. I'm Brad. I'm Dave. And on this episode, we're discussing Minute 102 of Jurassic World. Before we get to that, David, we mentioned this oh, a couple of months ago, I'm sure, but uh, I wasn't really aware of what it was. Um, I was talking about uh, Rick Carter's Jurassic World audio drama that's on YouTube, done by Jurassic Time. Uh, why don't we sort of briefly went over what was going on there, but uh, since... Since then, I've, the last week or so, I've been able to start listening to it or watching on YouTube, and it's a great, great piece of uh, work. I don't know how else I was going to describe yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, it really is. It's really cool. Yeah, and there's stuff. Uh, yes, you can go to their website and uh, and um, or if you got the YouTube uh, premium, you can have stuff running uh, without watching the video itself. Just do the audio, but. There's this concept art, there's um, some artists, fan artists and that they've been able to get on and sort of make some of the scenes from it come alive as well. And there's this concept art and stuff in it that I've, I've never seen before that's come out as well. So it's it's really been fantastic. Although I'm only up to the, second, the third iteration, so I haven't got all the way through it yet. We're, uh, we're going on the tour. And a lot of fans lending their voices to it as well. Yeah, if you haven't, there's linking in the run sheet. It'll go up on the uh, the Facebook page, and I'll I'll link and all that to it. Well, when this minute goes out, but it really warrants going over. Each um, iteration is only about thirty minutes long, so it's not overly long. Each part, um, I think there's a total total two and a half three hours for the entire story. So, yeah. Everyone, remain calm. All right, Dave, we're in minute one hundred and two. I am. Minute 102 of Jurassic World opens with Dr. Wu in the engine helicopter and ends once again back in the lab looking at bubbling Indominus bones. As the chopper sits on the helipad idling, we get to see Wu sitting inside uh, as Minute 102 opens. He asks one of the soldiers, where's Hoskins? And the man replies, he's sending you and the assets to a secure location. We mentioned last minute uh, whether that was going to be sauna, um... I dare say it'd be something off-site. They'd want to get as far away from uh, Masrani, InGen, any mm-hmm. of that sort of known locations, I'm guessing. Oh, definitely. Yeah, interesting thing in the novelization we'll get to in a minute, the guy says Hoskins didn't make it because this scene comes after the uh, the attack in the lab, mm-hmm. which is why uh, Wu 
Well, here we get Wu asking if his deal's still intact, and the soldiers replies, "Don't worry, you'll be taken care of, well taken care of." <laughs> Where here, here it's because Wu's going by himself, uh, whereas in novelization it's because Hoskins dead, and Wu's worrying worried that he's not going to be paid <laughs> for um, for everything he's done. So that is actually pretty interesting. I wonder if there was two takes actually done with both both pieces of dialogue and then while editing they figured out which one they wanted to actually use you know mm. yeah because like the soldier telling me that he's getting into a secure location him and the assets so he shouldn't we shouldn't be asking if he's um if his deal's still intact unless he's just sort of his mind's racing because he only found out 10 minutes ago if that that everything was going in chapter 11 they were getting out mm-hmm uh, we still don't don't know if that if Hoskins meant. Well, we know he said the park, but whether he thinks Injun as well, unfortunately. But the uh, the the soldier yells, "Let's go!" And um, yeah, we obviously know from Fallen Kingdom that he's uh, named and shamed after the incident as well. The soldier climbs in the helicopter with a couple of others, and it powers up and lifts off, off, uh, and we don't see. This is the end of Wu until Fallen Kingdom. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. We cut back to Main Street, completely deserted, as the chopper flies away overhead and uh, off into the background. Um, we still got that record moist, uh, recorded message playing for no one. Uh, thank you for visiting Jurassic World. We hope you enjoyed your stay or your adventure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Perhaps a bit too much adventure than they had paid for. Yeah, yep. Yes, where you're going in the world, one place in the world where the geese chase you. <laughs> really? Yes. Um, we cut down to Owen and Claire driving onto the scene from the aquatic park area, which is sort of interesting. Uh, we know that's off to the, the right of Main Street, so different different approach to Main Street there. Um, Owen stands guard with his gun up as Claire gets out with the kids, and uh, they all start running for the Innovation Centre. Um vehicle left here. I'm pretty sure this is the last time we see Owen's bike as well, so we're starting to get the I last... I think so, yeah. Yeah, the last of several things. And we did mention earlier if uh, he had his marlin after the uh, the explosion. <laughs> and um, yes, he's got it on his... He's holding here and keeping guard and has it for the, uh, the fight at the end too. Which I'm pretty sure we'll get there. I'm pretty sure he does fire a couple of rounds into the Indomus while everything's going on there, but We'll get to that in a couple of minutes' time. Weird shot here, too, as they're running up into the front of the Innovation Centre. Uh, it looks like you can see the set above the front doors, or the roof of the set. Because we know from the Innovation Centre... Yeah, you've got that um, that pyramid-shaped glass on the top, and there's nothing above that, whereas... It, yeah. It's, and we know the night shot, if they're running into the interior of the building, mm-hmm. much like we had with Jurassic Park... Interior set being on stage and exterior being on location. So, But they all run into the deserted building. Claire yells control room that way. And they all run through the hologram area towards the Hammond Creation Lab, which we've sort of discussed before, and we're going to get it coming up. <laughs> Where is the control room in relation to everything else? We um, expected it to be in that, uh, that office block building on this hill behind where the helipad is, but... There's some stuff coming up which questions that, but we'll get to that. Uh, that'll be next week, in minute 104, I think. Mm-hmm. 
as they ran into the lab, Claire spots, oh, stops and all the others stop with her and she says they evacuated the lab and as the minute ends we get to see those Indominus bones bubbling in the vial. Obviously that wasn't important enough to take. <laughs> Even though in six months' time they're going to be sending someone back to get a piece of the Indominus out of the lagoon where this, yeah, really. this thing's just sitting there. Uh, did the, we said eight weeks on the generators, didn't he? Not eight months, so that this piece mm-hmm. of uh, Indominus DNA would probably be dead rotting in its uh, tank in six months' time, but no different to the skeleton rotting on the bottom of the Mosasaur Lagoon, you'd think. Well, at the same time, I don't think that he thought he was leaving permanently. Mm. You know? I do see that he has a Deinonychus skull on on a desk um, in front of the secret door. Mm. Or on a table, I should say. In front of the secret door next to a lamp. Interesting. And we are assuming that's some piece of Indominus. We're only sort of guessing that because at the start we've seen that in the lab when uh, Claire's mm-hmm. showing the, the VIPs for and the Indominus data's on the hill. But it might be this might be just a piece of resin in there with bubbles, <laughs> a display piece and nothing else. Well, the weird thing about it is that when we go into the room, we can see that there's actually four bubbling uh, tubes with what appear to be spines and pelvises. Mm. The uh, the sibling, perhaps? <laughs> Darkly? Something. Yeah. Something. Because one of them almost looks humanoid. Ew. Yeah. Well, it's very, very thick. Like, it could not never belong to any human, but it's... Looks like it's kind of got like a humanoid shape with a pelvis. It's strange. It's like he's got some very Frankenstein stuff going on back here. <laughs> I, like I've mentioned it before, I, it hasn't been disproven, but I, I still think there's some there was some sort of human <laughs> uh, additions to the Indominus or something. Well, like, it was never revealed what gives it the thumbs. Yeah, yeah, and I can see where he's sort of... We've we've seen little bits from here and there of the sales script added to the last two films and something like that. Yeah, not going full on, we're going to have human raptors, but um, we do have Maisie, so <laughs> we, we don't know what the hell Maisie is yet either. Um, hopefully, I would in... like to believe she's 100% human. <laughs> yeah, but there's still that weird scene in Fallen Kingdom where uh, the maid yells at her or something, she hisses at it. <laughs> I mean, she is a kid, and she does seem to play like playing dinosaurs. So. Yeah, yeah, true. True. Probably looking far too far too much into it. Um, no, I thought you were going to reference the part where we see the reflection of the Indoraptor superimposed upon Maisie's face. Because that does seem to imply something. It, it, that we might be reading too much into, but it does... <laughs> seem to visually imply something. Yeah, well, that's that's another one, too. <laughs> uh, we'll get there when we get to those minutes, or Dominion, <laughs> maybe. Um, anything else on that before we get into novel comparisons? Uh, no, I think we're good. All right. We've got a little bit of catch-up here from previous minutes. Uh, Dr. Wu, in his lab, uh, he's watching a robotic arm load the eggs into transport containers when he's uh, telling everyone that um, everything's got to be archived. And behind him, you can see lab workers archiving frozen embryos 
So interesting, we do see some of those eggs. It's not one person lifting a big one. It's a return of the robotic arm. We get we get dummy back to uh, move some of those eggs around. <laughs> he goes into his lab before the phone rings with the Hoskins conversation. Uh, over the phone, Hoskins tells Wu that he wants all assets off-site. Uh, all the new assets off-site, sorry. So the, all the, the new research Wu's been doing with the Indominus and that, not so much all the all the current park stock embryos and that's just the new stuff that um the secret stuff they've been up to mm-hmm. uh in regards to the unimog chase uh it's charlie leaps through leaps on the soldiers back in the in the back of the unimog and echo breaks through the side window before they leave the raptor enclosure it's only after claire uh ducks has a uh clawed hand slash at the seat back behind her and she hits the gas and charlie uh falls back out so Again, there'll be a bit more reaction to that scene of the raptor jumping through than Claire just sitting there driving in a straight line and leaving her hands on the wheel as we discussed <laughs> that minute. Uh, and it's also said that they had to pass through the lab to get to the control room. So, again, we're starting to get these little clues from the book that maybe the control rooms is at the Innovation Centre and not up at that uh, that compound, or the building on the, the hill, but we'll add more to that mystery in an upcoming minute. But, uh, Dave, that's 102. Anything else before we get heavy for today? Uh, no, I think we're good. All right, lovely. 